0: My brand new bonus mum. Episode two, peer pressure. Last time, Callie met dad's new girlfriend, Valeria, and dad sent them on a trip to Blackpool to get to know each other better. But Callie wasn't impressed. She's already got a mum. So why would she want another one? Let's find out. When Callie stepped off the train at Blackpool North Station, She could tell they were by the seaside right away. Even though the sun was shining, there was a strong gust of sea breeze that cut through the heat. She could hear seagulls squawking, and the air smelt funny. She shivered and buttoned up her neon green denim jacket before hoisting her Connie Rocks rucksack up over her shoulders. Valeria followed behind Callie, stepping off the train. A gust of salty sea air blew her scarf straight into her face. Callie tried to stop herself from laughing, too obviously, while Valeria tried to tuck it into her blouse. But, try as she might, the scarf seemed completely determined. It kept blowing back into her face. Why did you bring a silk scarf with you to the seaside? I bought this scarf when I closed my first ever business deal. It's made by Hermes. Callie had learned about Hermes in high school, It was one of Zeus's friends in ancient Greece. A scarf that old must be really expensive. I wear it all the time to remind me that you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Valeria wheeled her suitcase along the platform so quickly that Callie had to jog to keep up with her. She stared at Valeria's pencil skirt and shiny high heels. They were completely different from the tie-dye t-shirts and jogging bottoms mum always wore. What she'd said to Callie was starting to make more sense She was nothing like mum. So she couldn't be Callie's new mum. She was a brand new bonus mum. I wonder if this is how she always dresses. Callie didn't know much about high-end fashion, but there was one thing she was sure about, which is that it would be hard work going to the beach dressed like that. Valeria and Callie found a taxi outside, and soon they were on their way to the hotel. Once we've checked ourselves in, Where would you like to go first? There's the Sea Life Centre, or how about the Wax Museum? They might even have the wax worker, that pop star you like. What's her name again? Uh, Bonnie Smocks? It was Callie's turn to smile. She'd done her own research about Blackpool at home. Taking another look at Valeria's fitted clothes, she knew exactly which place would be fun to visit. Can we go to the fun fair? The roller coaster carriage clattered as it clambered up the tracks. The slope was so steep that the passengers were leaning all the way back. As the carriage climbed higher and higher, Callie had a fantastic view of Blackpool. On one side, the coastline stretched far into the distance. Callie could see the town's three piers and, halfway along the promenade, Blackpool Tower, the tallest building for miles around. On the other side of the roller coaster, and far below, holidaymakers buzzed around Blackpool Pleasure Beach like excited bees. From all the way up here, the waltzers whirling teacups looked like tiny little toys in a doll's house. Callie heard cheers coming from the funfair, as the log flumes' passengers were soaked by a splash landing. From this far above them, it looked like they'd been plopped into a tiny paddling pool. Callie beamed and turned to Valeria, who was sitting beside her in the carriage. Isn't the view amazing? Valeria wasn't looking at the view at all. Instead, she was gripping the handrail in front of her. The woman's knuckles were completely white. To Callie's satisfaction, her face had turned a little bit green. I can't believe I agreed to come on this. Callie was pleased with herself. She had discovered that her wannabe stepmom had no head for heights. We can do whatever you want, is what Valeria had said before she got on the ride, but she'd said it through gritted teeth. Sitting beside her now, Callie could not believe she'd got the groaning woman on Britain's biggest roller coaster. This weekend might be fun after all. As the carriage reached the ride's highest point, it stopped for a moment, and teetered at the top of the track. Oh, Dios me salve. Valeria made the sign of the cross. And just as she'd taken one hand off the handrail to do so, the carriage dropped. It raced down the track and plummeted straight towards the ground. Kelly felt her tummy jump upwards and laughed with delight. The roller coaster was going so fast. But Callie's laughter was nowhere near as loud as Valeria's scream. It was so big that the whole of Blackpool must have heard it. Suddenly, the screaming stopped and Callie turned to look at Valeria. The silk scarf had blown into her face again and was completely covering her mouth. A few minutes later, Callie leapt off the roller coaster. The ride had finished and she was back on the ground again. Now, Callie was leading the way. Valeria staggered behind, looking seasick. A man wearing an apron walked past and offered Valeria a huge stick of bright pink candy floss. But to his surprise, Valeria shoved it straight back in his face. Callie sniffed the air. The scent of fried food was dancing in the wind. As soon as she smelt it, her tummy began to rumble. Can I get some chips, please, with salt, ketchup and lots of vinegar? Paying for the chips, Valeria looked even more queasy than before. Oh, wait here. I need to buy a souvenir for your brothers. She returned with a long circular pole, which was bright green on the outside. What's that? It's Blackpool Rock. It's a kind of sweet you only get at the seaside. The rock didn't look like any kind of sweet Callie had seen before, It didn't look much like a rock either, but like a rock, it was very hard. Each end of it was white, and the word Blackpool was written in a circle on either side. Valeria stashed the sweet in her handbag for safekeeping. Chip? Callie pushed the polystyrene takeaway tray under Valeria's nose, but smelling the vinegar turned her the same color as the stick of rock. I think I need some fresh air. As soon as they left the Pleasure Beach and stepped onto the promenade, fresh air hit them firmly in the face. Here, the screeching seagulls competed with shouting bingo callers and the trundling trams, travelling up and down the seafront on overhead cables. Callie could see the sand just across the road, as well as a long pier, which poked far out into the water. As they waited to cross the street, Valeria was still rather wobbly. Why don't you take off your high heels? You can buy yourself some jelly shoes instead. I always dress reddit to put your best foot forward. But as she said this, she immediately had to take two steps back. An open top carriage nearly knocked them over. It was being pulled along the promenade by two donkeys. The driver was a huge man. So huge, his carriage looked tiny in comparison almost as though the wheels might fall off at any moment. Watch it, love. As they passed, the man dropped the chewed end of a carrot on the ground at Callie's feet. He had a shaved head and a squash nose, which had clearly been broken a few times. His neck was so thick that no shirt could button around it. Callie thought it looked like a tree trunk, trying to wear clothes. The man drove his little donkey cart along the sandy road. After safely crossing, Callie and Valeria arrived outside South Pier. The entrance was decorated like a circus tent, promising excitement, rides, and all kinds of family fun. Inside, they were welcomed by the bright lights, whoops and whistles of an amusement arcade. Callie's eyes went wide. There were so many games to play, and hundreds of prizes to win. She ran along the rows of the arcade machines passing several grumpy looking old men in flat caps. Callie saw one of them win a jackpot and he still looked miserable. Finally, she stopped in front of a cabinet filled with two pence coins. The back section of the cabinet's floor was sliding backwards and forwards and at the edge of the machine was a little ledge with two peas teetering precariously as though one more coin would make them all come crashing down. But Callie wasn't looking at the sea of brown coins anymore, her eyes were drawn to the diamond bracelet that sparkled as it rested on top of them. There you are! Don't run off so fast Callie! (laughs) Couldn't you follow the smell of vinegar? I'm trying not
1: to. Do you want to play this game? How does it work? It's a coin pusher. You drop a coin in at the top and, if you time it just right, it will nudge the other coins in front
0: of it, knocking the ones on the edge into the drawer below. Anything you knock over the ledge is yours to keep. Callie's fingers and face were pressed against the glass. What about that
1: bracelet? If you can push it over the ledge, it's
0: yours, just like the coins. And you know what? It doesn't look like it'll take too many more to knock it down. Valeria's bright smile returned to her face, finally wiping the queasy green complexion away. She unzipped her purse and pulled out a single two-pence piece. She watched the floor of the cabinet slide backwards and forwards a few times. Then, suddenly, she pushed the coin into the slot. It dropped down the back and bounced on its way into the stash of coins below. Valeria had timed it perfectly. Several coins tumbled over the edge and landed in the metal drawer below. Transfixed by the bracelet, Callie watched it move several centimeters. It was so close to the edge now. It almost looked like it was defying gravity. For the first time, Callie felt a little bit differently about Valeria. That was actually pretty cool. How did you get so good at this? I'm good with Mona. Suddenly, Callie jumped. There was a creepy reflection in the glass. A man was standing right behind them. Callie spun around. He was thin with bony cheeks and a very long nose that didn't fit the rest of his face. He was about as tall as Dad, but he wasn't quite as old. His brown hair was scraped back over his head. It looked shiny, but not in a nice way like Valerius did. He was wearing a dark suit and a thick black coat, both of which looked several sizes too big. He was even more overdressed for visiting the seaside than Valeria.
1: I was played on that machine. I only went to get more coins.
0: He jangled a plastic container full of
1: 2p pieces. I've been invested in that machine all day. It's poor etiquette to jump in front of someone like that. Very rude.
0: Kelly didn't understand what he was sulking about. Thankfully, Valeria turned around. Sorry love, you snooze, you lose. The man's beady eyes got even smaller. He walked away, but not very far. Facing the glass again, Callie could still see his scowling reflection. "You hey, ready?" She took out all the coins left in her purse and gave half to Callie. They both put them all in the slots as quickly as they could. Callie was amazed at Valeria's timing. A tidal wave of coins toppled over the edge and down into the drawer, bringing the sparkly bracelet with them. Jackpot! Callie jumped up and down with joy she scooped up her prize from the drawer. Walking back into the sunshine, they left the sea of coins and the angry man behind. Back on the seafront, Callie squinted as the bright light hit her eyes. Valeria put on a pair of oversized sunglasses, then crouched beside Callie and fastened the bracelet around her wrist. It looked even more beautiful glinting in the sun. The sound of seagulls made Callie look up and cover what was left of her chips. The greedy gulls had a sixth sense for seaside treats and immediately began to gather. Watch out, Chico. They want your fast food. I'm not worried about them. The creepy man was standing right behind Valeria.
1: You shouldn't have taken that bracelet. Frankie wants it, so you better hand it over and we can forget this little mistake.
0: Callie gasped. The end of a weapon was pointing out of his coat. He must be some kind of crook. She suddenly felt breathless. Her stomach was filled with fear and it seemed like her legs had turned to jelly. Though she wanted to run away, Callie didn't feel like she could move at all. Instead, she simply stood and stared at the weapon. She noticed a little red dart sticking out the end of it. Callie had watched enough spy movies with her brothers to guess that this was some kind of tranquilizer. But even though it wasn't a real gun, Callie didn't feel any less frightened. As she turned around, Callie could see that Valeria's fists were clenched, but then she noticed the stun gun as well.
1: Come on, fork it over.
0: Sure, do you want salt and vinegar with that? She grabbed Callie's tray of chips and threw it straight in the crook's face, surprised. He screamed as he was immediately covered in greasy chips, salt, and big blobs of ketchup. But that wasn't the real problem for him. Overhead, the eager seagulls saw their chance and began dive-bombing towards him, grabbing beakfuls of chips from his face and coat. As he flapped his arms around so much, he almost looked like a seagull himself a tram pulled up at the side of the promenade. Quick! They ran towards the tram, leaving the clearly distracted man behind. Callie had never seen anyone move so quickly in high heels. They jumped through the tram's doors, just as they were closing, then took a seat and a moment of silence to catch their breath. Are you okay? (sighs) I think so. She held out her hand and it was visibly shaking. Valeria took hold of it, holding it between her own. Don't worry Chica, I won't let anything happen to you. Callie started to feel calmer. I'm glad I bought those chips now. Me too, you really did turn them into fast food as well. Callie climbed up onto the tram's top deck, hoping to get a better view of the promenade behind them. Why was that man so angry? And why did he want this bracelet so badly? I'm Not sure
1: Chica, but he clearly had a chip on his shoulder.
0: Thank you for listening to an Able original.